a very good day to you. Welcome to Tem Podcast. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted Word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, who praise you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. Follow me into this new year. I release the fire of God upon you now. 
any power of demotion, any power of disappointment, any power of failure, any power of sickness, any power of have a seat in the wonderful presence of the Lord. The Lord is good. I want to wish you a very happy Sunday. God has been faithful, but he has been helping us. And we are now on the ninth day of the month of January. God has really been faithful to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to turn with me to the book of First King, chapter 19. 1 King chapter 19. And I am talking on something that I titled The Power of Silence. The Power of Silence. One of the things that the Lord has taught me as we enter into this year is to be able to use the power of silence to be able to get all the things that I desire in life God has been telling me since we entered the year to be quiet Amen to be still and know that I am God be still so be still means you are silent, you are quiet you are quiet silence allows you to be able to hear God more because we live in a world of noise we live in a world of noise so there is need for us to get to that place where we can hear the voice of God freely. Let's look at what happened to Prophet Elijah in the book of uh, Kings, First Kings chapter 19. After uh, King Ahab, after uh, King Ahab had message uh, Prophet Elijah through Jezebel about what happened, because in the chapter 18. Prophet Elijah had killed all the prophets of Baal. And after killing them, Jezebel and the king were not happy about what happened. So they threatened his life. And Elijah ran for his dear life. That's to show us that sometimes even the most strongest of all powerful people on earth, they are still human beings. Amen. The only person that cannot have problem is God. So, if you are out there and you are mocking people that have problems, eh, your own time will come. <laughs> it's the reality of life. We cannot avoid problems of life. It's just that our problem is different from each other. This person will be having problems in his marriage. Another person will have financial problems. Another person will have sickness. Because we are human beings. We are made out of, out of the dust. So, there is bound to be problems of life. So, Elijah had to run away for his dear life. Let's go to verse 11. That's where I am going. Let's take it from verse 10. And he said, that's when an angel of God appeared to him. So he replied to the angel, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, and slain thy prophet." With a sword, and I, even I only, I am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rock before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. Amen. God took prophet Elijah to the top of the mountain and God wanted to demonstrate to him the power of silence. So, God passed by and there was a noise. There was earthquake everywhere. But Elijah did not see the Lord in the earthquake. Two, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a still small voice. A still small voice. And it was so 
when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What dost thou hear, Elijah? So God does not speak in noise. God does not respond in noise. In fact, when God wants to bless somebody, you will not know. Amen. The day you know that your blessing and your miracle is coming to manifestation, it is no longer a miracle. You see, sometimes there is a period of silence from God when you pray for certain things. When you are praying, you are making noise, but there will be a period of silence from God. It will be as if the world is against you. It will be as if heaven is even against you. But suddenly, a miracle will appear. Then the noise will blow everywhere. Can I get an amen? God is not inside the noise of the world. God is not inside the earthquake. God is not inside the wind that is blowing. But God is in silence. And he will raise you up again in the name of Jesus. So I have, quickly because of my time, I have eight things that I want to tell you that serves as the benefit of silence. What is silence? Silence is when you keep quiet. Amen? And we have different types of silence. There is a silence that people always talk about. One is when your husband is abusing you and is beating you. They say, oh, it's your husband. You have to keep quiet. That is not the quietness I am talking about. Amen? When you are sick and there is no, there are helpers around you but somebody is telling you just be quiet don't talk about your problem that is not the kind of silence i am talking about amen when somebody is shooking you with knife in your dream they're attacking you and somebody is telling you just be quiet that is not the kind of quietness i am talking about the bible says that uh, we should knock and the door will open for us we should ask and we shall receive so i'm not talking about being silent when somebody is abusing you. I'm not talking about being silent when devil is attacking you. I'm not talking about you swallowing your problem in the name of being silent. I'm talking about a different silence. Spiritual silence. Calmness in your soul. Calmness in your spirit. Calmness, quietness in your environment. So that you can hear the voice of God. Amen. So that you can realize the lesson that God wanted to learn in this new year so that you can reflect on your life that kind of silence helps you to meditate on your life where have i been do i have something to be grateful for if you are worrying about life silence will help you realize that god has been faithful to you because when you are quiet and you reflect on the things that god has done for you in the past you realize that god has been with you and if God could take you through all those problems of life, it will still take you through this one that you find yourself in. Hallelujah. You see, that is the silence that is difficult for Christians to exhibit. In the face of storm, God is telling you to be quiet. Be still and know that I am God. Is it possible for us to be still this year and know that God is God? When you are confronted by rent that you don't have money to pay, the devil will tell you it's time for you to worry. It's time for you to speak negative. It's time for you to confess negative. But that is the moment that God is telling you, my daughter, my son, be still and know that I am still God. Hallelujah. But that is the kind of silence that is difficult for Christians to do. We like to complain about our problem to people because we think that people will help us solve our problem. And one reality of life you need to understand is that that person you are talking to is also a human being and he has his own problem. Is that not so? Everybody has something that they are dealing with. It is this cloth that is uh, helping us to hide it. Some people remove their clothes and they tell you their problem. Eh? You will know that your own is learning how to run 100 meters. Beside their own problem. Hallelujah. Silence. There's a popular saying that says silence is golden. This is the kind of silence that I'm talking about. When somebody is threatening you, they want to kill you, they want to destroy you. And they are, they are roaming, they are making noise. 
You say, have you seen before when uh, one person wants to fight with you? And he say, okay, come here, let's fight. You think you can fight? I will beat you to a pop. I will turn you to a loaf of bread. And you are just silent and you are looking at the person like this. Initially, you'll be so angry. I am talking, if you are among husband and wife, if you have noticed, the man is really, why did you do that? Why are you doing that? Why did you put too much salt inside the soup? Why? And the woman is just looking at him like this. Inside the woman, he wants to abuse his father. Want to abuse his mother. But something is telling her, just keep quiet. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. And she's quiet. The man will talk, 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 talk. Then, I'm talking, you are not even saying anything. <laughs> I am talking, you are... Why are you... That is rude. You are so rude to me. I am talking, you are not saying anything. But if you talk, he will still tell you, I am talking, you are talking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Such silence helps heal some pain. Because after some time, he talk, talk, talk. You realize that he's the only one that is talking. He will keep quiet. And he will increase the volume of the TV. Though he will, he will frown his face and be going up and down. He's trying to get the wife to notice that he's angry. But if you learn to keep quiet, he will realize himself. Then he will laugh at himself. Say, why am I fooling myself? My mom says something. When a madman want to fight with you, if you are quiet, the madman will go away. But if the madman is coming and you are replying, hey, 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 too. You say, oh, yes, oh, yeah. It's, it's like this one, too. It's also mad like me. Let's, let's do the fight. Amen. Amen. This year, God will help us to be able to be still in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, what is the number one benefit? Of being silent what is the number one benefit of being silent number one silence is an intimidating character of successful people amen silence is an intimidating attribute intimidating behavior of great people you went for an interview and you enter the, the door, the entrance of the office. And the one who is going to interview you is looking at you and is not saying anything. Would you be afraid? So when you see great people, powerful people, one thing they do most of the time is that they keep quiet. You don't know the next action that you want to take. You don't know the next place that is going. You don't know the next action you want to do. But poor people, that way they make noise more. When they buy iPhone, you want the whole world to know. When they buy new shoe, you want the whole world to know. But great people, whatever they do, they do it in silence, in quietness. Am I making sense this morning? So this year, when you learn to be quiet, it's a sign that you are a great person. Because in silence, you have opportunity to be able to reflect on your life. You have opportunity to be able to plan your next line of action. You have opportunity to be able to gather strength. You know that talking burns more spiritual energy and emotional energy than silence. Those who like talking, me as a pastor now, after I finish talking, I will get tired. There's a point you talk, 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 but I, 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 carry, I carry my hand for those who will talk for eight hours from house to house. She will leave Mama John's house, go to Mama Billy's house, talk, 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 talk from daybreak to day to sun, sun, sunset. I, I carry my hand for them. But when you talk too much, as a man, as a woman, what you are doing to yourself, you are burning your soul away. You don't have the, 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 the spiritual energy to conserve. You don't conserve energy so that you will be able to have strength to move forward in life. Hallelujah. That is why great people, they don't talk too much. You can never see 
a, a, a great individual in a bar talking blah 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 anyhow. Even when they are drunk, they are quiet. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a sign of greatness. It's a sign of greatness. People who talk a lot and talk unnecessarily, they give off the signs that they are immature. They give us a sign that they are children, even though they are adults. They give themselves. Do you know that when you talk too much, you reveal your own secret. You will not know when you will lie. You will not know when you will exaggerate. You will not know when you talk about things you don't even have. You say, I have seven fridge in my room. <laughs> I have seven fridge. The day they come and visit, that is when they will realize that you don't even have one fridge. But you have talked yourself above what you have. Talkativeness has led many people into trouble. Because they were trying to impress their friends. They, they said something they didn't have. The day their friend was coming to visit them, they, they have to go and borrow from neighbor. May God help us this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you don't have anything to say, there is no need to talk. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Can I hear your voice? Say to yourself, if this year, if I don't have anything to say, I will not talk. Hallelujah. Because talking has put people in trouble. Talking is still putting people in trouble. And talking will still put some people in trouble this year. We God help us in Jesus' name. Number two, people will, who are silent and quiet, they are mindful of what comes out of their mouth. Amen? They weigh what comes out of their mouth. Do you know that even the book of James specified that we sin so much when we talk too much. But a man who is able to bridle his tongue, a man who is able to control his tongue, is a wise man, is a righteous man. Is it when you talk too much, you commit sin. But when you are able to hold your tongue, you will commit sin less. Because the sin that is more harmful to our soul is the sin of the mouth. The sin of the mouth. Do you know that when you conceive evil in your heart, it's a sin. But when you speak the evil you conceive out, it's a greater sin. Because whether you like it or not, somebody will execute what you have said. If it's not a human being, a spirit will execute it. Hallelujah. So people who speak less is a sign of maturity. They are mindful of what they say. And people respect them. You earn more respect when you speak less. Why? Because you will not make promises you, you, are, you will not be able to keep. So imagine somebody came to me and the person needed help. And because I talk too much, I say, oh, yeah, do you know, don't, don't, don't worry. I'm going to build you a house. I'm going to buy you a car. But me that is talking about buying somebody a car, I don't even have a bicycle. <laughs> God help us in Jesus. How many of us have been through such things before? Where you go and meet a family member, an uncle, and you are talking about your problem. I tell you, oh, yeah, 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 I know you have a problem. Don't worry. Give me, like, one week. I'm going to do something for you. One week up, they begin to avoid your calls. Because they have said things they suppose they know they don't have power to do. Thereby, they lost respect that you have for them. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody this morning? When you speak less, you tend to maintain your boundaries and you maintain enough distance from things that will put you in trouble. People who lose respect from others is because they talk too much. Gossips is one of the ways to lose respect from people. If you are the type of woman who goes and talking about another man, another woman's husband, you will lose respect in society. Number three, when you are silent or you are a silent person, it helps you to reserve and conserve your energy. You know we have inner energy. I don't have to explain the inner energy. There are, there are times that you just feel so exhausted from talking. Talking weighs a man down. 
more than hard labor. When you have to explain one thing over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again, it weighs you down. Go and ask teachers that are angry children. Children teachers, go and ask them. Children will come to class. Auntie, why is the butterfly flying? The teacher will explain. Butterfly is flying because of this, because of that. One minute later, another child in the class will remember another butterfly story. Auntie, why is it that butterfly doesn't have a tail? The teacher will explain, explain, explain. Another will come. Yesterday, I saw a butterfly in our room and the butterfly died. Auntie, why did the butterfly die? The teacher will explain. By the, by the close of the day, the teacher is already tired. When she gets to, why are you tired? Oh, these my children, they are troublesome. If you have two children, if you have one, you will not understand what I'm talking about. If you have two, you will understand. If you have three, you will understand better. If you have four, you will understand better. Amen. They will tell you things that does not concern you. Daddy, why is the screen of the TV black? It's black because of this one. Uh, okay. But why is this thing like this? Why is this thing like this? At the end of the day, you are so exhausted and you ask yourself, I didn't even do much in the house. But you did much because of explanation. Oh, don't get up. Move to your room. Go out. Don't jump on the bed. By the time the uh, day is over, you are very tired. So talking exhausts a man. So when you talk less, you are able to cons conserve your energy. And to be able to use that energy to do better things. To be able to use that energy to focus on better things. So this year, you will try as much as possible to maintain quality amount of quietness. Amen. God will not speak to you while another person is speaking to you. In fact, God speaks every second. When you listen to him, you hear his voice. But noise will not allow us to hear the voice of God. There is no way you can hear at the same time when you are speaking. Is it possible? It's not possible. You can't hear at the same time. Somebody will be talking to you and you are speaking. Then the noise will be mixed. You will not be able to differentiate between what you are hearing. But when you are quiet, you are able to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you learn, number four, when you learn the art of silence, it makes you a better listener. When you learn the art of silence, it makes you a better listener. A better listener to the voice of God. Many people will never, many Christians will never hear the voice of God to their grave. Why? Because they are not a good listener. They don't listen. Even when God is speaking, they will not know that it's God that is speaking. They will think it's some spirit that is speaking to them. May God help us in Jesus' name. Can I get another amen? Are you with me? I can tell you personally, my personal experience when it comes to silence, one of the things I hate most in life is noise. If it requires for me to go and live inside the bush, inside bush, where there is no people, I will enjoy myself. I love silence because that gives me more opportunity to build my spirituality, to build my spiritual life. In a silent place, you will read the Bible and you will understand the Bible better. It will enter into your head. That is why most students, they, let, they, they choose to read at night, for example. If you have a major exam, you notice that most of us will go and take coffee those days so that we will not sleep at night, so that we can read at night. Because at night, everything is silent. Even your brain, all the waves that is going on your brain, all the energy and sparks that is sparking inside the brain, they have reduced. So when you are reading, you are able to concentrate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Imagine you are watching a, a movie and another person is playing music in the next room. Another person is making noise in the next room. You will not be able to assimilate, you will not be able to get what you are trying to get from that movie that you are watching. So, silence saves you some sort of energy. It saves you from mental exhaustion. It saves you from 
exhausting your mental energy, your spiritual energy. Most spiritual people, they are quiet people. You see, mighty and powerful men of God, they are always in a solitary place. They are always in a hidden place. They are always in a place where they can always be silent and hear the voice of God. When you see a man of God that is always everywhere, where they are playing Ludo, is there. Where they are playing snooker, is there. Where they are playing what? I'm not, I'm not saying men of God should not watch football. I'm not saying you should not watch football. I don't have any problem with ball, with football, but I just don't like watching. But when you see a man of God, a pastor, that is every day, when there is football, he's there. When they are making noise, hey, 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 he's also there. He's making noise with them. He will not go far. Hallelujah. Because pastors, one of the things that we need to be very, very close to as men of God is the voice of God. The day you stop hearing the voice of God, that is the day your ministry ends. Amen. Women have to learn to be quiet. Hallelujah. Because silence, they say, is golden. When your husband is angry, you don't speak at the same time. If two people speaking at the same time, it does not make sense. One person will have to listen. And in listening, it helps you to be able to pay attention to the need of the person. Pay attention to what the person is complaining about. But many of us, we don't pay attention. Silence will help us to be able to pay attention to what the person is talking about. Because if you don't pay attention, how do you correct your mistakes? Hallelujah. God help us in Jesus' name. This silence will keep you in control of life situation. When something hits you, when you let's say you experience disappointment, when you are quiet after that such disappointment, you go to a place of silence for personal reflection. You reflect on the cause of the problem. Sometimes, this analysis that we do about this problem, sometimes we discover that we are the cause of our own problem. There are so many things we are blaming the devil for, that the devil does not know anything about it. Am I making sense this morning? The devil is the architect and author of every problem in the life of a man, and God is the architect of good. Hallelujah. But there are some things... There's some problem that comes our way that we don't need to blame the devil for it. We have to learn to take responsibility and blame ourselves for that particular problem. Silence gets you to that place where you will not play blame game on anybody. Because it helps you to be able to reflect on what led you to that problem. You are broke financially. You are broke financially. Why were you broke? Silence gets you to a place where you can actually reflect and think, what is the cause of my current brokenness? You see that there are some things I didn't do well. You see that I didn't plan well. Oh, it's a spiritual attack. Then when you discover that you know what to do, you know the prayer to pray, you know the step to take to get yourself out of that problem. Am I talking to somebody today? May God help us in Jesus' name. You will be in control. In the name of Jesus. Keeping quiet can set to arguments. It can set to arguments. When two people are fighting and the other person is quiet, it, it comes the one that is making noise now. Though sometimes you pain, pain him that you are not replying. Because when we are fighting, we always want to continue the fight until we break things before our eyes will clear. So when there is a fight, he is talking. And you are also talking. The neighbor who want to watch the fight, they, they, they have something to watch. And they enjoy themselves. I remember those days when we were in school, when we want to fight, we have some bad friends. They will come and make a circle. They will gather sand. He said, if truly you want to beat this boy, you touch his sand. Touch his sand. And they will be hailing you. You touch the sand, the other one come, he punch you in the face. And you carry, say, hey, yes, oh yeah, knock him, kill him, kill him, kill him. When you finish killing him, they will be the, when police come, they will be the first people to run. And you will be faced with your own problem. Hallelujah. That's what the devil does. Devil wants to make noise around us so that we have more trouble of life. 
that will not, will not witness the intervention of God. Keep quiet this year. Whatever it is that is going on in your life, don't talk to people. Let me tell you one secret. There are only among 100 people you will meet on earth, there are only two people who truly cares about what is going on in your life. It's serious. That is one reality I want to understand. If you have 100 people who, who you are talking to about your problem, and all the hundred of them sit around your table and they are listening to you talk about your problem. There is before you get two people among those hundred to offer solution to the problem you are talking about, then it must be that you have been to heaven and you have come back. People will not help you until you are at the point of death. Have you noticed that when you need money for business, nobody tries to give to you? Have you noticed? When you need money for business now, nobody will give it to you. When you need money for something that will move your life forward, nobody will give it to you. But let your mother die now, God forbid. And you are looking for money for burial. People will bring money. Let something happen now, God forbid, you have accidents. And they want to fix your boat. Friends will bring money to fix your boat. But when you are hungry, nobody will give you money. That's life. So when you come to a place of silence, it helps you to actually realize who are your true friends and who are your frenemies. Amen. When time is good, we will have friends. Friends will be plenty. When time is bad, that's when you know your true friends. Hallelujah. May God help us in Jesus' name. Am I talking to somebody this morning? So silence will help you to execute and put your life plans in action in a more better way because you will reflect on every decision before you make them. You reflect on every decision before you make them. Let me conclude here because I have just like eight minutes left. Let me conclude here. I have personally practiced the act of silence and there's power in it. How do you do it? Just put your mind to meditate on the good things that the Lord has done for you and expect him to speak to you. Expect him to talk to you. Silence is not when you keep quiet, you fold your hand and you are like this. They say, what is going on? Oh, I'm trying to do silence therapy. But you are wondering, thinking about what you are going to eat in the afternoon. You are thinking, it, your mind has gone to Kotokuri. Now the other mind is in Zabzugu. The other mind is in uh, Aguzume. The other one is in Iho. You have like seven minds. And each of the minds have traveled to different locations. And you are thinking about uh, what is going to happen to my house in Iho. What is going to happen to my house in so 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 and so. What if God help me I buy land in uh, Kotokuri? What will even happen, sir? What if I buy car now? What is What will people say? Do you know that when you have a wandering mind, you think about rubbishness? Do you understand? If you have a wandering mind, you just start seeing yourself thinking about rubbishness, negative things. Imagine a woman is walking on the road and is thinking, and you say, ah, what if this car that is coming right now just hit me now? That is the devil at work. But when you learn to master your thoughts, you learn to mingle your thoughts with the word of God, you will have positive reflections. You will manifest the blessing of God in your life. And practicing quietness and meditating upon the goodness of the Lord will get you to that level. Hallelujah. This is a new year. And this is one thing I want you to add to your journey this year. Learn to have a personal silent time. Those days we call it quiet time. A quiet time is where you find a place that is quiet to go to and meditate on the blessing of God. Meditate on the word of God. Reflect on your life. If a whole year you don't have a time of personal reflection, then you are not going anywhere. A whole year, all you think about is food. 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 Money. Uh, party. Drink. Girls. Men. That's all you think about. There has never been a time where you go to a corner and just think about your life. 
try to get goals, try to get a purpose for your life. The only time that you have ever become sober is when you had a bad dream. That's the only time. The only thing that can sober you, the only thing that can calm you down is when you have disappointment or you have a bad dream. Somebody slap you in a dream and then they turn your head upside and they drag your head and you woke up with pain all over your head. That is the only thing that will now, you now sit down. You sit down in one place. God, what kind of life is this? When I'm like, that's not the kind of silence I'm talking about. You go to a place of silence to think about your life. What are the mistakes I have made? What are the errors that I've committed? How can I improve on my life? God help me. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit will begin to drop Bible passages in your heart. You begin to drop direction in your heart. This is what you do. God is always there to speak to us if we make ourselves available. Don't go to a place of silence to go and worry. Don't go to a place of silence to go and complain in your soul about things that is not working for you. But go to a place of silence to reflect on your life. What are the mistakes I am making? What, what can I do better? This new year, what can I do better than I did before? Who are my true friends? Who do I need to be, bring closer to myself? And who do I need to kick out of my life? There are some people, you need to, this year, you need to kick them out like football. As hard as it is. You need to do what? Put them down as football and turn a culture on them. Kick the ball far, far, far away from you. Why? Because five years, six years they have been with you, they have never contributed anything good to your life, apart from bad things. Talk bad about you. Make you feel down about yourself. At the end of the day, when you have good things to offer, they will show up. When you don't have anything good to offer, they will disappear. We don't need such people in our life this year. Silence will get you to that place where you'll be able to see who are your true friends and who are your enemies that are pretending to be your friends. Hallelujah. May God help us in Jesus' name. Silence is also prayer. Silence is also prayer. Do you know that one of the most effective prayer is a prayer of supplication? The prayer of supplication. One of the most effective prayer. The prayer that comes from your mind. Because sometimes, though you need to speak, but sometimes God also reads the mind of people. Anna experienced it. Anna did not talk. When Anna went to the temple, he didn't open his mouth. It was just three months. If you can just give me a song. He was just talking in silence. And God heard him. There are prayers we will pray in our silent time that God will hear it and respond to us fast. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Bow down your head and pray. Father, help me to be still. Help me to be still. Help me to be still. Be still and know that I am gone. Be still and know that I am gone. Be still and know that I am gone. Rise on your feet. When the Israelites got to the bank of the Red Sea, they were worried, they were complaining, and God told them, be still and know that I am God. This, this Red Sea you see today, you will not see it anymore. Say, Lord, help me to be still. Help me to be still. Help me to be still, O oh Lord. Help me to be quiet, O oh Lord. Help me to be silent, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. You know, in the art of war, in the art of war, silence is a weapon. Amen? That is one mystery I want to know. In the art of war, silence is a weapon. Because one of the strong weapons that the enemy always uses 
is to spy on you. Spy on you. They want to know your strength. They want to know your weakness. They want to know the size of your weapon. They want to know the size of your faith. But sometimes when you are silent, the enemy is confused. You are not talking. They will come to you, they will ask you questions. He's not saying anything. We don't know his next plan. But some of us, as soon as the enemy show up, they ask us questions. We start talking. My life is not like this. I have this plan. This is the plan I have to, this year. There are some plans you don't talk about. Amen. There are some miracles you don't talk about. Until they manifest. A woman was praying for the fruit of the womb. And God answered her prayer. She was just two months pregnant. And she went and stood in front of the whole church. Pray. As I am standing in front of you now, I am two months pregnant. He got home the, the pregnancy form. I'm not saying that there is not good to testify. But such testimony, you apply wisdom to testify. When your baby comes, people will see that you are pregnant. Is that not so? You are trusting God for money. You are trusting God for breakthrough. You prayed in church and God answered your prayer. Somebody promised you money. The next thing you carry my microphone. You start calling all your family members. Hello, uncle. You see that my house in the village. I will finish it very soon. Do you have money? No, somebody promised me money. What will happen to the money? When you learn the art of silence, even when the thing is doing you, is doing you to talk, you control yourself. Because this year, the miracle in your life themselves will speak for you. Can I get an amen? When the miracle happens, you don't need to explain yourself to anybody. You are building your house in the village. Nobody needs to know you are building your house. Amen. Apart from people that will pray for you. Nobody needs to know that you are. You want to buy a new car. Nobody needs to know that you are planning to buy a new car. When you buy the car, they will see it. Is that not so? There are many people that have lost, that have lost out on their blessing because they cannot keep quiet about what God is about to do in their life. You had a dream. Your life changed in your dream, but you cannot keep quiet. You are telling it to your enemies. And then the problem, they, they, they go to where they tighten the rope. They go and tighten the rope more. Your fiancé is about to propose marriage to you. He has not proposed. But you have carried the news to all your five friends. I think he's about to propose. Something happened. One of your friends went and leaked your secret to him. Then he's all proposed. Who do you? Is it devil? Is it the devil? You did yourself. This year, this month of January, you will not lose out on any blessing. The instruction I'm giving to you directly from the mouth of the Lord is that do not talk about yam that is not done. Amen? Do not talk about yam that is being cooked that is not done. Do you understand what it means? If somebody promises you anything, don't talk about it. Keep it to yourself. They want to give me contract. We don't want to know. Amen? They want to give you contract. Nobody wants to know. Do what? Keep it to yourself until you sign the paper of the contract. In fact, signing the paper is not enough. They can still call you back and collect the paper. When they give you the money and you start executing the project and you have counted your profits and the profit is not in your account, then you cannot come out. Praise the Lord. I got a contract and the money is now in my hand. Such blessing is permanent. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Don't go out of excitement. Oh, do you know that the, uh, the MP son just called me now? They want to give me a big contract worth 60 million cities. Uh, if you manage to see the contract, then your head is strong. Because there are forces everywhere that doesn't want you to manifest the blessing of God. There are people that want you in the, in the prison. There are people that want you in the pit. Six feet under. So it's good to confuse them. Let's like Every day is only Chaliwate is wearing. 
Because the day you will go for shopping, it will shock them. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? The day shopping, it will shock them. They will just be like, So you have shoes? Yes, I do. So you have a car? Yes, I do. I am moving to my house. I, I had a friend that finished his duplex and none of us knows about it. He finished the duplex before he now called us. He finished the, he, he called me. He said, Pastor, uh, I am done with my house. I said, ha, why? When did you start? When did you buy that? He said, oh, Pastor, you know. And me, I understand. I understand very, very well. But other people were getting angry. Why would you do that to us? Is it your house? <laughs> Why? You didn't tell us you were building a house so that you can spoil this blessing for you. Anyone who gets angry with you that you didn't tell them before you buy your car or you didn't tell them before you finish your project, then mark the person's face. Amen. What did I say? Mark their face. They, take, they are angry with you because you got a new job. Instead of them to be happy that you got a new job, they are rather angry that you did not tell them that you were applying for a new job. Does it make sense? You mark such people's face. It means that next time, if good things are coming your way, they will not be happy about it. Bow down your head as I pray for you. As you go into this week, the mighty hands of God will hide you from all your enemies in the mighty name of Jesus. Give you the power to be self-controlled in the mighty name of Jesus. Take you to a quiet place where your life can be transformed in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Put your hands up together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's bring out our offering. I believe you have been blessed by today's episode. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you can always get notified as soon as a new episode is available. For counseling and prayers, use the contact page on tempodcast.life. You can also follow me on Facebook at Apostle Timmy Evans and on Twitter at APST Timmy Evans. To support with donations, please click on the donation page on tempodcast.life and make your donation. God bless you.